Hi, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Edge Podcast. I'm your host, Vex, and it's just going to be me and Jake today. How you doing, Jake? I'm doing alright. How are you doing? Yeah, we're doing pretty good. Um, We don't have much to talk about, because I don't know if you guys know. the. I think everyone, all the makers, all the production companies are saving all their... All their new designs, all their new announcements for, you know, the big shows, Blade Show. Pardon the Atlanta. pun, but they're kind of edging us. Yeah, I, mean, I, I get it because, I mean, let's be real at this point. What can they do new in the goddamn knife community? Like, honestly, just think about it. We have 100 plus steals out there. There's a new design coming out of Wii and Civivi every goddamn week. Can you imagine, honestly, being a knife company and then Civivi comes on the scene and you're just like, where the fuck are all these designs coming from? I know. It's like half of their workforce is just into, like, graphic design, just making designs, nothing else. Big companies out there that will not pay their graphic designers, apparently we bought them and they're they're paying them very well and they're just cranking out knives at an astronomical level. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, So I think... Um... I think we're going to be headed towards more of a system where companies are going to have to, like, actually just redefine, or, what's it called? Refine their current designs, like... Yeah, they're going to have to make them actually fucking count. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what's the whole point of making a knife, and it's just, like, going to be irrelevant in two years? Like, oh, we don't make that anymore. Like, I just don't see the point of that. I mean, I get it to some degree, but it's like... With right now, the market is just so saturated with new shit, and it's really not that new. It's just like, oh, look at this slightly different design. It's like, okay, that's cool. But I mean, I, we do. I mean, I can't bitch too much because there is a knife for everyone now. Because there's so many goddamn knives out there. I will so say one thing. thing: I'm so fucking sick of seeing like sub three inch gentlemen's carry in quotes fucking front flippers. Jesus shit! It's just the same. They're all fucking round. They're all vaguely phallic and they just have the same fucking flipping mechanism it just anyway um i guess we'll go ahead and get into some emails here first one we have is from coda um is spine whacking a valid test it directly (laughs) tests lock strength prying also tests directly tests tip strength but we don't use that as a test do you spy mic your wife, your knives? Not your wives, fuck. <laughs> Damn. Jesus shit. Forty and slip. <laughs> I only abuse my wife on Sundays like a good Christian. <laughs> um, do you spy mic your knives? Why? Why not? Let me hear your thoughts, please. T H O T S. Um, do you spy mic your knives regularly, Vex? Uh, you you strike me as very much like a spine whacking kind of guy. Coda. <laughs> I love you like a brother. But you know fucking damn well spine whacking actually matters. You know, it's a vibe. It's like one of the few ways you could actually test a damn lock. Because I mean, I think it's like I don't think it tests for lock strength as much as like lock slip. Yeah, like the lock slip and just like the lock engagement in general. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not gonna be one of those people. I mean, I kind of am a little bit, but I'm not gonna be one of those people that's like I I want to like stab my knife into a tree and fucking climb up it, like put my foot on it, and hopefully, like no, I'm not that ridiculous. But I think. That's one of the very few ways you could actually test your lock strength. And I'd rather spine whack it than actually, I'm just going to hard use my knife and do something stupid and it just slices my hand. Like, if a knife I own doesn't pass a simple spine whack, nothing crazy, just like on a wood table just or a freaking um, roll of tape, just 
you know, light taps. And if it doesn't pass that, then I probably will never use that knife to like cut rope or do anything at a crazy angle. Like it's super it. unsafe at that point. Yeah. You know? That because if it's come, if you're spine whacking it on a roll of tape and that shit closes, that means the second you pull that blade back out of something, it's gonna close on your fucking hand. Yeah, and I get it because when you are cutting something, you're using force at the opposite direction of a spine whack, so you're not. It's not the same as spine whacking, but it's like spine whacking is not the NLB all for lock engagement, but it's like one of the few ways that we could actually see it in action. Yeah. It's a nice but to have. It's nice, but it's not like I mean, my sham has goddamn lock failure, but I'm not <laughs> fucking deboning a damn deer with my sham either, so I don't have to worry about that. I mean, yeah. What do you think, Jake? I mean, same thing, pretty much. I I think I think it can be a test. It can be useful. Um, I I've probably checked most of my knives for it at some point, just mostly out of curiosity. I don't I don't like get a knife and you know, fucking try hammering it on my desk or anything. But usually, if I see it brought up like in on Discord or something, or I see some post about it on Instagram, I'll be like, I'll grab whatever knife I have with me that day if I haven't, and be like, oh, I wonder if you know how this will hold up never had any issues with any really um so i i don't think it's as critical as everyone makes it out to be but if if a knife fails a you know a simple easy spine whack there's a problem now if you're fucking smashing it on a cinder block or a huge ass piece of wood and you're making dents in it like you're beating the shit out of it i mean you're probably kind of pushing it as it is yeah exactly (laughs) I don't know how relevant that is, but uh, most knives should be able to pass like a nice, yeah, simple, okay, easy spine Yeah, if you spine, spine whack your knife on your elbow and it fails, like that lock engagement's shitty. Whether the surfaces aren't set right or the lock bar pressure's too low, there's. I mean, there's. I'm not. I'm not a goddamn knife maker, but there's only a few things that can make a lock not engage right. You know. Yeah, and if it's something really fucked up, like the angle of the you know lock engagement, then you yeah. need to return that shit. Yeah, the tang of the blade is just. The, the the angle's just completely shit. I mean, let's be real, like, I mean, I think a lot of makers skip out on the fundamentals of knife making. Like, to me, a working lock is very important because that just shows what you care about as a knife maker, you know? Like, I think getting a good action is way easier than getting good lock engagement. You know how I know that? Because I've handled a lot of knives with good action that have failing locks. I will say, on the opposite end of that, of the lock slip issue, I've handled a lot of very nice knives that have lock stick because of similar, you know, interfacing issues. And it's, I mean, I would rather have lock stick than lock slip, but I don't fucking want either one on a $700 knife, you know? Yeah, exactly. At a certain price point, it's just like, what the hell's going on? But I know Shiro, I mean, they, their locks are, I have always, I always think their locks are kind of wonky, but there's, I mean, if you know knives, or if you know Shiro's, there's a, a term called Shiro stick. Yeah, it's like because, a little clip. When you, but when I you noticed the newer ones don't have that, so they might have changed something finally, but... What's I funny mean, is lock stick usually really irritates me but every shirogorov i've tried like i i notice it it's there but it doesn't feel the same to me so it doesn't really bother me as much if that yeah, makes it's any different sense. it's weird yeah so yeah lock engagement's pretty or lock failure i mean not the biggest deal it depends what you do with your knives if you don't want to worry about knife locking or 
the lock failing, then use a fixed blade. Boom. Or buy a freaking um, Demco, any flavor you want. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly. I guarantee you, he probably does spine whack every fucking one. Oh, yeah, that's like, if your whole, yeah, his whole ideology is built around, built tough around the lock. So, if you're, if a freaking Demco's failing spine wax, then you yeah, need to make a video problems. on slander him. I don't know. Yeah. Thanks for the email, though, Coda. Um, oh, thanks, Coda. Uh, we have one more from Mercon. <sighs> okay, this is a series of questions. I'm just going to ask him one at a time. We'll address them. What's your favorite fast food? <laughs> what? That's what he fucking said, man. I'm just <laughs> favorite fast food. I don't know. I'm be- I, okay. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna just. I'm just gonna say this. All fast food is shit. I don't like those people who are like, oh, freaking Taco Bell's garbage, but freaking Burger King's amazing. It's like, bro, they're all shit food. They're all fast food. They're all garbage. They're all bad for you. Just pick your flavor of bad, and that's when you like. Me, personally, my favorite fast food probably is, um, I mean, it's a chain in, I think, only Utah at this point. It's called Apollo Burger. I've never heard of that in my fucking life. Yeah, I think it's only a Utah chain. I think Apollo Burger is pretty good. But if I'm going to go a chain that most people know about, I'd probably go with probably Arby's, honestly. Really? Yeah, I do like Arby's. That's a fucking hot take right there. But Arby's is fucking expensive, though. Arby's, at least the ones that I've tried. So I don't eat roast beef, disclaimer. Well, Um, yeah, that's your problem. I mean, I I, I do, (laughs) wink, wink, but I don't. Um, (laughs) So I usually get, like, the curly fries and chicken, and it's, it's super mediocre. Their fries are the bomb. The chicken's not that great. I've never heard anyone say their favorite fast food restaurant's Arby's. So that's that's really interesting. Only reason I don't go because it's on the opposite side of my town, which is not very. It's like five minutes away, but I don't want to <laughs> drive that far. But it's expensive. Arby's is fucking expensive. Speaking of expensive, my favorite fast food is probably Five Guys. Um, I really really like it. It's Five delicious. Guys in your mouth? Jesus. Yeah, shit, that's the dream, man. <laughs> um, no, but for real, I mean it's. Like, if I get a burger and a fry and a drink, it's, like, fucking $14 or some shit. It's, it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Five Guys is, like, $8 burger, $12 fries. It's, like, what it's, the it's, fuck? To be fair, when they give you fries, they're like, oh, we got you fries in here. Let's add more fries to cushion your fries. Yeah. But um, I, I, yeah. I really like them. I just oh, I don't care as much. They're not that close. Okay, if I'm thinking about it, The Habit. Have you been to The Habit? No, I have heard of that one, though. I don't know if it's fast food, though. I don't know. But no, that place is good. Five Guys is good, but that shit is definitely not cheap. But we're not talking about price here, so. Yeah, price is no object. His follow-up question was, if Taco Bell was a knife, what knife would it be? Oh, Taco Bell. I mean, it had to be a weird design because Taco Bell does some crazy shit. Yeah, and it needs Isham. to make you kind of nauseous when you some use it. Some Isham. Probably a freaking, um. But like a Civivi Isham. Not, no, not even a, well, <laughs> Taco Bell isn't that good, though. Um. Taco Bell hits a spot, but it's definitely not good. Maybe if Isham did, like, a fucking, like, a boker design. <laughs> What's that one? Isham was, like, a, God, I think it was Best Tech Made. It was, like, a, it's green. It's, like, really fucking small. What the fuck was it called? I Reptiles know what you're shit? talking about in your you know, ta- you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, it pisses me off because I don't remember. Isham it was Best fucking Microsoft. Reticulin? Reticulin, yes. Yeah. That's a goddamn Taco Bell knife. <laughs> Five inches overall length, two inch blade. Yeah, it's Taco Bell knife. And Makes it's you kind of sick kinda when cool. you look at it. I mean, okay, it's one hundred ten dollars for a fucking Best Tech tiny knife. Is pretty stupid though. Two? They make freaking the two hundred dollar version? Oh, they make a medium? I didn't even know that. 
Where have I been? Yeah. yeah Taco Bell. I like Taco Bell, but it's like, it's cheap as shit, though. I'll say that. It's really cheap. Yeah. Um, if we were talking about, like, price-wise for what you're getting, um, I'd probably put it in, like, Kershaw territory. Like, it's better than CRK or what? CRKT, um, <laughs> but it's worse than, like, Civivi. Yeah. Like, it's... I mean, it's, it's fucking Taco Bell. It's better than eating dirt, but it's not as good as, like, good food. Yeah, and it's like, if you think that's real Mexican food, you need to get freaking deported to Mexico. The I'm only saying. thing Taco Bell has that's good is nacho fries. I'm just going to go ahead and fucking say it. Dude, they're freaking um, chicken pot pie. Fire. They have chicken <laughs> pot pie? Yeah. Oh, no, is that KFC? Can't... That's KFC, because my yeah. KFC Taco Bell is the same. <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about. We actually have one of those near me. Um, my wife loves fire, KFC's huh? chicken pot pie. <laughs> <laughs> she gets that shit constantly. Okay, cheesy Gordiga Crunch, fire. I don't care what anyone says, fire. I tried Baja Blast on accident once. Uh, I don't. No, Baja Blast is disgusting. I know it's gonna piss off. Like it was like every... it was like fucking fruity Mountain Dew. I didn't like it. Shit tastes like battery acid. Fuck that. Shit. It does have way too much carbonation. Okay, <laughs> what is your favorite donut? Oh man. I'm going to keep it I simple. Uh, well, actually, I, so I have two. I have normally regular glazed donuts, but one time Krispy, D, Krispy Kreme did a collab with, um, uh, fuck, son of a bitch. What are those peanut-shaped cookies that have peanut butter in them? Peanut-shaped cookies? Oh! Nutter Butters? Is that? Yes, Nutter Butters. Okay. Yeah. So there was a Nutter Butter... Krispy Kreme uh, donut. It was topped with cookie pieces. It had fucking melted peanut butter in the middle. Oh my god, that shit was better than sex. <laughs> it was. It was. It was the fucking bomb. It was delicious. Oh, yeah. That's the best one ever. Close second. Just the regular, you know, Krispy Kreme fucking glazed donuts. I don't really know too much about sweets because I've never been like a super sweet tooth. I don't really like them all that much, to be honest. But my wife really likes donuts, so we get them probably once every couple of months. My work buys donuts like probably once every couple of weeks. Jesus Christ! I really like the. Have you heard of a French crawler? Crawler? I've heard of them. I've never even seen. They're them, fucking though. bomb. It's just like a glazed donut, but like different. It's like fancy looking. That's probably my favorite. I mean, I, look, like I oh, said, the I fucking did. spinny ones. I have seen yeah, those. Yeah, those are sick. It has like milling on it. <laughs> this looks like a uh, fuck. What are those fucking? It looks like a funnel cake. <laughs> it looks like a fucking funnel cake. Yeah, it's like a little. It looks like something Mexicans would eat. I like it. <laughs> it kind of does it's look like, like oh, somebody twisted a churro <laughs> and looped French. it around. Yeah, it's like a churro circle. Dude, those are fire. Fucking delicious. But yeah, that's probably my favorite. Is that a donut? Whatever, it's a donut. I'm, I'm a cat. It's it. a fucking donut. There's a hole in it. It's a donut. Uh, okay. Um, why are donut knives stupid? I'm sorry. Let me phrase that correctly. Why are donut knife stupid? That's what he said. Why are donut knife stupid? Yeah. I think he's talking about the Boker Dessert Warrior. It's a loaded question. How do you know? How do you, we think we're gonna agree with you, Mercon? Is that what you're thinking? I think that knife's an abomination. I like the blue and pink. The sprinkles piss me off. I do like the multicolored screws. I think that's a nice touch. Uh, but I've had a Kalashnikov before, and this 
clips are just fucking trash. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't like the blue. The blue does not fit in. What, what, also, what, if if I'm what being donut honest, like that. that's what I'm saying. This knife does not look like a donut at all. Dude, like it's they should have done like fucking, a dark. It just blue sprinkles or purple. on it. Or something. Or, I don't know. Like, like honestly, just a plain blade would be fine. They could have actually used the tan from like the fucking actual Desert Warrior, and it would have made it look more pastryish. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know anyone I respect that has one of those knives. <laughs> I don't know anyone personally, thank God, that has one of those fucking things. Like I know, like on Reddit, like they get like five hundred upvotes or some shit. Oh, and like, they'll flip them for like fucking six thousand dollars. It's like, are these really? I don't know. I mean, I get it because it's like it stands out a lot, but it's like. That's just stupid. But how many of y'all actually... I, I love flashy knives. I, you like flashy knives. Fuck. Yeah, Neither one it. of us, I don't think, would ever be caught carrying this fucking thing. Like, it's oh, no. too much. Maybe if I was on, like, a super budget. But, you know, if I'm going to buy, like, a fancy knife... Shout out to Coda, The Imperium. Civivi Imperium. The Shred Resin. Yeah, that's I a fucking blingy it. knife. Yeah, it's blingy. So why the hell would you buy this weird thing? This I is, mean, like, something know. you would buy, like, your fucking six-year-old. It's like something you buy some, like, really obese person. Like, hey, you like food? I'm going to buy you this knife. <laughs> That's <right>. fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> or if you were, like, a pastry chef. Like, this would be a great... You know, if you want a bakery... gag gift. That'd be yeah. fucking cool. Like, yeah, you want a bakery, yeah. all your new employees get this fucking dessert knife. That's cool. But as far yeah. as actual, like... I don't think anyone's fucking ED seeing this thing. But I could be wrong. I'm sure someone out there is. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anything of it, because, um... I don't think it's, it's a donut knife. I think it's fucking stupid. I think it's false. I do but. like, because Carb, he's done those donut scales. Those are pretty cool. Yeah, well, his are actually, like, more... Th- embedded. These are clearly, yeah, those... like, fucking painted on. But, yeah, his yeah. are, like, embedded in it. Like, they look way, way fucking cooler. Um, yeah, I think that's cool. I mean, I personally would never want a knife like that, but I think I respect it. I don't I'll like that. I don't like sprinkles enough on shit. To, I like paint, oh, sprinkles I are just terrible. I only like um, the sugar sprinkles. Like, the weird fucking chalky no sprinkles ugh. like what they, the hell is that, is that the just worst sugar? part of everything what are sprinkles made of is it just dude it tastes it's, like goddamn it's gotta chalk. just be sugar and food coloring right what are sprinkles made of sprinkles are made of corn syrup sugar cornstarch wax and artificial flavors wax it's that's probably the, the wax that's fucking them up dude have you ever had like you've seen people eat ice cream with like it's all nothing but freaking sprinkles on it it's, like, it's disgusting like what the hell's wrong with you? Like you're they don't you they don't know. go with ice cream. Period. Oh no, no. If you put that shit in your ice cream, I have no respect for you. I just ugh. if I I get it for aesthetics, it looks fucking classically you know desserty. But no, I don't want. I definitely don't want a fucking donut with sprinkles on it. No. Next question: What is your favorite part of the knife community? Uh. <laughs> I mean that's. Um... I like having other autistic people to spend a lot of money on metal with. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit, I don't know. Um, what do I like about the knife community? My favorite part? Um, God. Probably just that there's so many other people that are just as passionate and more passionate than me, honestly. Like, there's a lot of passion in the knives. Yeah, some people get really deep into it. Like, like, some people are so into it, it's just like, it's kind of scary, but... Yeah, when, like, when you thought... see a post on Instagram and it's like, that's worth more than my house. They yeah, have like fucking like... $400,000 worth of customs in one picture. I'm like, that's fucking sickening. 
another thing I do like about the community, I think we're kind of losing it a little bit, is like our um, a lot of the makers they respect like the founders or like the people that yeah you know we're innovated. definitely losing that a little bit. But I, I think it's because a lot of them are you know dying and they're they would be passing the torch to people like you know Gareth Bull and Chris Reeve, but those people either aren't that good or aren't around yeah, so lot, yeah the the metaphorical torch is getting passed to fucking nobody yeah i mean i think the company that i see that recognizes like the i'm trying to say like the innovators or something like that They're, it's like spider code they are yeah. known for that you know well they, they've done a lot of collaborations with really really acclaimed you know whether it be designers or just people in the knife community in general They've done a lot with them. They respect... They're, like, the only fucking company that even calls it a Reeve Integral lot. Like, they go out of their way to, to do it. And they're proud of their own history as well. You know, from when you know, Sal and Eric first started doing, like, the clip-it knives and shit. Yeah. So they're really... But, like, you're never going to hear anything about that shit from, like, Benchmade. Yeah, it's like the, the whole Sage series is basically just showcasing the different locks from different makers. Yeah. And they, they and... do the ethnic series and stuff, pulling you know, designers from completely different cultures or countries or designs that are based off of historical knives. Like, they, yeah. they, they do a lot of stuff that's ingrained in history one way or another. Most of the time, it is knife history. Yeah, so I'd say, uh, to sum it up, I think I just love the passion of a lot of people in this community, even though I think we are losing that to some degree, or I think people, I don't know. I think a lot of newer people that just been in the hobby not very long, they just don't respect. Like, they don't understand how far knives have come and how and the knife companies that are, like, been around for a long time, they don't like to respect them because, oh, they're ugly or they're irrelevant. It's like, I saw one comment on an on, unnamed on Discord that was like, yeah, I don't want to get a Spyderco, you know, because it's mainstream. Like they're mainstream for a fucking reason because they're good. Yeah. It's don't like... don't disrespect. I mean, it was a PM two. I don't even like the PM two, but you know, to most people, that's a fucking perfect knife. Don't yeah. shit on it just because everyone likes it. Everyone likes it because it's fucking good. Yeah, that's just some hipster freaking like. I want to be. I want to have something outside the box. It's like, yeah, I respect that to some degree, but it's like. The problem is, I think that's a stupid way to like influence you... your purchases. Yeah, in the knife community though, if you want something outside of the box. And you want it to be good, you're going to pay a lot of money for it. Because at the price of a PM2, you know, $150, $160, $170, there's no really weird designs out there that are going to be that good unless you go to maybe Wii. Like, you're really not going to get anything strange or bizarre for, you know, usually <laughs> when you... We, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You want some garbage? Go some Mantis. <laughs> Oh, CRKD God. does some weird quirky shit too. Yeah, but they're garbage. They're fucking. Yeah, exactly. Like they're they're literally like shitty like shitty spider coat, and it pisses me off because they do a lot of really interesting designs. But then you get them in hand, and you're like, this is just a fucking dumpster fire. Yeah, so I'd say the passion amongst a lot of the you know the fans and a lot of the cause if, I'm sure if I've never spoke, I've actually have met Tim Reeve. I've met. Hinderer, but like I'm sure if you just talk to those guys, like the faces of a company like Sal or Eric Glesser, I'm sure you could talk about knives with them all day. Obviously, because they just that's pretty much their whole life. 
Yeah, and I'm sure most of these people got into it because of a passion, the same way a lot of people get into the hobby. Because there's not much money in this community, like, as far as, like, a production company. Like, I know there's people that scalp and flip knives, but it's like, at the end of the day, this is not like, I'm going to get rich in this community. It's like, no. If you do, you, I don't know how you did it. Probably just being a dick. No, most custom knife makers that I know, a lot of them struggle to even make it a full-time job, you know? Oh, yeah. to, To cover bills. I don't know of any of them that are like, I'm just fucking rich as shit. Yeah, because like, if you want to think about it, this whole hobby is just passion-driven because there's not... You'd show like an average person in your life like, oh, I bought this knife for $200. You're going to be like, that's over, that's stupid, you know? But yeah. in this little community, $200, it's like pretty low. Yes, for that's some... a, it depends. That's a nice entry-level price. Yeah, that's entry-level knife, you know? But, I mean, and that's another thing I'd say because... I do like about this community. I, mean, I can't speak for everyone, but from my experiences, a lot of people don't put other people down based on their budget or what they like. No, and don't get me wrong, I've met people that have. But yeah. it's like, I, as far as community as a whole, it's like, we're just happy you like knives and you enjoy your knife, you know? Yeah. Like, now, I will say a lot of times, like like the PM2 guy, I think I, I was, I kind of back to him and I was like, just you know if you like the design of the pm2 and you have the money go ahead and get it because it's one of the better knives you're going to get in that price range so for sure you know if you have a budget uh, the community will try to guide you in a certain direction because we've all been there before already you know we've already blown 150 dollars on shit knives at some point in the hobby yeah um, so we're trying to not have you go through that so they can be a little bit opinionated in certain ways like that but i don't think any of them are gonna I don't know anyone personally that would shame someone for their fucking knife budget. Like, it's it's a, it's a luxury. It's not something that you need most of the time. And I forgot who said this. Some YouTuber. Someone said it. Might even be a knife maker. As I think I've said this before on this podcast, but, like, we have to be humble as knife fans because at the end of the fucking day, you could have a goddamn custom Shiro that's 20 grand. You could have a goddamn... Michael Walker, you could have any crazy expensive knife. You know what? I could go to Home Depot, get a fucking razor blade, utility knife, and it'll do the same shit, if not better, than my fucking knife. But obviously, they're not the same because the knife obviously has more engineering, has more everything into it. But it's like, yeah, it's as far be more as a tool, enjoyable to use. But yeah, because at the end tool. of the day, the knife is a tool. Yes, it could be a functional piece of art, but I mean, it's no different than you know for everyday driving if someone owns like a fucking honda civic and you have a fucking bugatti they both drive yeah they both drive obviously you're gonna have bugatti a lot more fun with faster, the bugatti, way cooler. but that's it yeah it's a, at the end of the day it's a vehicle it gets you point a to point b and that's what they're made for obviously some are made to be supercars whatever but at the end of the day it's like a knife is made to cut i don't give i don't give a shit if your knife is 50 grand it still is a knife and I could go to Home Depot and buy a $5 utility blade that does the same thing as your knife. Yep. But, yeah. That's one thing I like, too. Follow up. What is your least favorite part of the knife community? We, me and Jake were just talking about this before recording, but I think this is, um, I don't know. If you just, like, look at any YouTube comment section, which is obviously cesspool, but even, like, a lot of YouTubers are like, oh, this is a fad. Like, oh, I don't like... Uh, front flippers are a fad because that's obviously a stupid deployment, you know, mechanism. 
It's or like deep carry pocket clips or people like label things they don't personally like as like a fad and that it's gonna be irrelevant. It's like what? Like deep carry. I personally, it's not that I don't like deep carry pocket clips, but it's it's never a it's never a deal breaker for me if it doesn't have one. But like a lot of people are like, oh, like that's a deal breaker if it doesn't have one. It's like it's or it's a fad that they are a thing. It's like. I would understand certain, you know, if you're, like, in an office environment and you kind of have to hide it, that's a little different. Yeah. But, yeah, if you're just fucking walking through town, no one's going to give a shit if a knife is sticking up out of your pocket a quarter an inch. Yeah, and it's, like, I think I think what I'm trying to say is, like, my biggest annoyance with this community is, like, a lot of people are just reactive to stupid shit. And a lot of people just don't want to accept different opinions. Because at the end of the day, all this is, most of it's subjective. Like, the only thing you could talk objectively is, like, the size, the cutting performance. But, like, as far as materials and everything else go, it's, like, most of that shit is just subjective. And a lot of people like to harp on it and, like, like to shit on people for having different opinions. But it's, like, I just, I'm just here for the knives. I like knives. You might like some dog shit knives in my mind. But it's, like... I really don't care. I'm not going to try to persuade you not to like them anymore. Yeah, you're not having to fucking carry them, so it doesn't yeah, really I, matter. At the end of the day, we all make money. You could do with your mom with your money. If you want to buy a freaking, um, I don't know, a Paragon Warlock, freaking um, rude. Like actually, gravity, gravity knives. I, I like actually think those are kind of interesting, um, but as far as an actual, like, for the prices, for the, the titanium ones are fucking seven hundred dollars. Yeah, they're seven, I'm looking at them right now. They're seven hundred bucks. And it's like, are you shitting me? It's like, if that's what you want, I mean, I really don't give a shit what you want. That's I personally think seven hundred dollars for a goddamn gravity knife. That's a novelty is too much. But it's like, if that's what you want is your daily carry, daily carry, then good for you. If I don't really care, I really don't care what people like. I mean, it's none of my business. Like, obviously, I'm going to be more attracted to, to be around people that like what I like. But yeah. I'm not going to shit on you because you like a certain thing. But, yeah, that's probably my biggest pet peeve. My, what about you? My biggest thing is, is kind of um, kind of similar. Um, I don't like people that come out and they're... Uh, like you said, I don't like the fat thing. I really cannot stand it when people are like you know m390 is the best steel or d2 is the best budget steel misinformed or ill-informed opinions that you tout as fact really piss me off and that's very prevalent in the knife community oh yeah m390 is not that fucking great d2 is fucking shit that's true that's there's um i guess you could say that's just a lot of parroting from it's from mostly youtubers or influencers. yeah it's mostly youtubers like a youtuber will say they this is their favorite then or maybe some will say this is the best still and then their whole fan base will be like oh yeah that person is right and whoever disagrees them an idiot it's like but they really both don't know what the fuck they're talking about yeah they have no clue and but when you try to correct them they get pissed off and that's another thing with the community is like there's so much information out there for free like if you want to learn about stills there's a whole fucking website dedicated to it by laren thomas knifestillnerds.com if you want to and this guy has a goddamn phd in metallurgy so if you want to learn about steels and why some are better than others and why some are have these certain attributes you're looking for or whatever. Yeah, I promise you he knows more than any fucking YouTuber. Yeah, he, I promise you he is probably the... It's not even... 
he, probably he's definitely the biggest source of um, information we have for this community and with as far as steals go. Yeah. But if you want to, okay, dude, Michael Walker, who I think is the best knife maker of all time, you could DM him on goddamn Instagram and ask him a question, <laughs> like literally, hey, um, how, why do you do this? Well, what's the best engagement for the lockup? Well, this is not. You could message him, and this guy has been making knives since the goddamn late seventies. So most people, but longer than most people, have been alive in the community. It's like so. That's my thing in this community. It's like. I agree with Jay because a lot of people just parrot things they've heard. I mean, that's just how humans are in general. Like, yeah. we play the phone game, and like, then at the end of the day, then it just gets so misconstrued at the end. But it takes two seconds to, like, look up something, you know. And obviously, your favorite knife still is subjective, but to say a certain still is the best still or whatever, that's ridiculous to say. Yeah, when so. you, you can't take things that are objective and try to make them factual. There's no such thing as a best steal. Yeah, they're all it's all subjective. Are some steals better than certain steals at different things, like corrosion, resi- corrosion resistance? There's only three things you can measure a steal from. Corrosion re- resistance. Um, toughness. Toughness and... Um, edge retention. Edge retention. That's like the only three things you yeah, can really that's judge them off. You, you can't just be like, oh, you know, this is the best fucking steal ever. It's not. Yeah, especially M390, who's, which is not a tough steal at all. Mm. I don't know. I don't know if anyone knows that, but it's really not tough at all. I just, I don't, I don't know. That shit drives me nuts. Um, next, we got one more. The hinder lock bar stabilizer is stupid and ugly. Having an over travel stop integrated into the lock bar insert is so much better. First done, I believe, on the 0450. And then he apologized for not emailing earlier, said life is busy. I don't give a fuck how busy your life is. You email us. Um, Dude, I don't care what's going on in your life. You need to email us every day. I hate external lock bar stabilizers. I think they're fucking hideous. I think they're stupid and they piss me off. Yeah, they're pretty... um, (laughs) They don't even do what they're supposed to say either. (laughs) No. And it's like if they did, it's like overkill because like the internal one like is way more less obtrusive and hidden i mean i guess the only really thing i could say about the stabilizers is you can customize them you can have like a different material like whatever but it's like i think it's stupid but so that that's well that's how hinder uses it right you you can buy you know replacements and make it look however you want like he's literally just trying to make you spend more money on it but yeah like you said they're they're more obtrusive they're in the way it's it's easier, um, you know. If you're already doing a lock bar insert, just fucking move it, make it a millimeter taller or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't talk too much shit about them because the Umnumzon has one, but which is the worst part of that knife? Appearance wise, looks terrible. Yeah, I think it's um. If we want to call something a fad, that's a fad. Even though it never really caught on anything, at least the CRK one on the Umnumzon is really tasteful because it has like the little logo on it that's really awesome but as far as functionality it's like i don't think it really does anything yeah <laughs> it, it doesn't if you're if you're bending out your lock bar so fucking hard that you're warping it or something you know maybe don't get so pissed off when you try to open a night like i don't want to tell you i can't even understand i can't even see myself in a situation where that would ever happen ever like, Even on knives with crazy light lock bar tension, I've never had an issue with it. Like, you gotta bend that shit pretty damn hard to make it, like... 
go past the And even if you bend it out, tension. nine times out of ten, you can just bend the son of a bitch back. Yeah, that's why they use titanium, because it has, like, that spring memory yeah. trait if you If you bend called. a lock bar out so far that it snaps, I don't know what the fuck you were doing, but you were not using a knife properly. You got freaking gorilla strength, too, by the way. Yeah, you, you would need two hands to push it that far. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to grab the motherfucker with... The whole left hand and just pull it all the way out. Yeah, and even then, it's a solution for a problem that doesn't even exist. Exactly. Right. Yeah, you're 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 really fucking splitting hairs putting those things in. You can say you know hard use, but I don't give a fuck. That's stupid. That's just dumb. So Mercon had a correct opinion for once. Yeah, thanks Mercon for saying something smart for once. It took him long enough. All right, on to the carries. That took fucking forever. What are you carrying today, man? Um, I carried the A2A9 made by Andre Thorburn and Andre Van Heerden. I haven't carried this in a minute. Pretty nice knife. Um, got it like a couple years ago. Electric blue, of course. Of course. Um, what about you? Got the uh, Spyderco Subvert now. Or with me. Um, I I have someone who uh, I think wants to buy it, but I I still have it in my possession. So I was playing with it today. It this it's it's just. If this knife were thinner, I'd probably keep it, but this son of a bitch is thick. Oh, yeah. Those like, are this shit's, it's like, fuck, it's like an inch thick at its thickest part. It's fucking obscene. <laughs> and when you put that shit in your pocket, I have no problem with big knives. I have a lot of big knives. But you having a, a basically a pocket machete, it's, you feel that shit. <laughs> Feels like you have a broomstick in your pocket. It, it kind of does. It's just, it's just, it's too That much. knife is just all ridiculous all it's around. It's unnecessary, man. I do like the blade, and you know, ergonomically, it's 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 a pretty solid knife overall. But yeah, it's it's not. It just it's way too fucking thick. It's just impractical. But thick boy, it's interesting. Um, I think Spider Code has a lot of cool designs. This is definitely one of them. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the little bit of news that we have. Um, this is not really relevant or important, but I saw this design earlier and I thought it was kind of interesting. It's the Urban EDC Monaco. Urban EDC is, uh, unless y'all want to sponsor us, uh, but if you don't, the company's a giant pile of shit for the most part. It's all like, it's all based off of fucking FOMO. They're just, you know, flash sales of fucking, there's one of these fucking knives that we've marked up by 30% because you can't get them. Come fucking buy it. Um, <laughs> really what I liked the most about this design is the the milling on it like the wave pattern because it's vaguely reminiscent of the PDW Sabenzas uh, but significantly cheaper yeah so if that's something that you like the aesthetic of you can maybe find it here it is very small it's a uh, one they're cute little knives but I would never pay 200 goddamn dollars for one I'll tell you that no also the flipper like again this is a small knife the whole knife is probably you know two inches closed that flipper is fucking microscopic. Oh my god, can I... Okay, we're going back to um, terrible YouTuber opinions. Pocket Pecker, Pocket Pecker Fuck is the you, dumbest Shabazz. shit I've ever heard in my freaking life. That is the dumbest complaint I've ever heard in my life. There's Bar none, honestly. That's yeah, the dumbest thing I've ever heard. What the fuck knife were you carrying at any point? <laughs> you're like, it's hitting my phone. Shut Dude, the I fuck up. You feel my pocket picker hit my knee. Like, no, you, shut, shut up. No, you can't. That is the, and first off, if you're putting your phone in the same pocket as your knife, just stop listening to this right now. Just stop. Just just, just stop. Do it. I have to end this just call? or? <laughs> you put your phone in the knife pocket? Yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah. So in my in my right pocket, <laughs> I'm going to give you a layout here. In my right pocket, um, closest to the 
you know, towards my the back of my leg, towards my ass. I keep my, my knife there in that little corner. And then I put my phone in there. Which, to be fair, I have a pretty small phone. I have an iPhone 13 mini. Um, and then in my left pocket, I'll put my keys in my wallet. Uh, I don't know how many motherfuckers are just, you know, using your phone with your left hand. But I, I use my shit right-handed. I also draw my knife out right-handed. Um, that way I can tactically use it as fast as possible. Where, what the, wait, what, where the fuck do you put your phone? My left pocket. Why? Because it's too goddamn big to be put in my freaking pocket with my knife. Get a smaller phone, motherfucker. No. No. Wait, what, hold on. What do you keep in your, not in your pocket with your knife? Nothing? Um, chapstick. <laughs> so, I'll give you the layout. Back right pocket. I swear wallet. to you, dumb bitch. We got a fucking back wallet boomer here. Okay, go ahead. What do you mean? Okay. Back wallet, but you fucking my my wallet is literally a card holder. I have fucking six cards in there, and I, Dude, keep I got my change pocket. in my wallet. I got a freaking um. Who uses change? I, damn, I have change. I have a freaking. I have a pouch in my wallet that freaking keeps changing it. Jesus got, like, shit, Vex. Freaking full boomer in there. Apparently, so, you have coupons. Dude, I've had this wallet for like. Too? Probably almost ten years now. Jesus, that's 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 nice though. Um, do you keep your like grocery store cards and everything in there too? <laughs> All my receipts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a dry Go cleaning bill from six years ago. Don't throw it out. I need it. Okay, so back right pocket is your wallet. So when I see that's it blade, right. I can steal your your change there. Dave, I feel I can feel things. I I can feel someone. Yeah, pulling out your fucking fifteen pound wallet. wallet. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, if you take my wallets successfully without me, like, you deserve it. Because that shit is crazy. Just keep the 74 cents. Just fucking take it. Yeah, just keep this big-ass wallet if you want to. So, my front right pocket is my knife and my chapstick. Mm -hmm. My left pocket is my phone and my keys. Okay. I have a question. Um, Because my wife also carries chapstick. I, I don't. I've never really felt the need. Is it because of how dry it is in Utah, or are you just, like, having it? I lick my lips a lot. Ah, uh, okay. Makes sense. And it is dry heat out here, but I just hate having chaps lips. I hate it. Here in the I winter, mean, it gets really bad for a lot of people. Like I said, I really don't have the issue all that much because I, I stay inside most of the time. But it gets fucking dry cold out here. They'll fuck you up. Yeah, but, I mean, you could, um, or you could, people, they have these, like, little Vaseline Things. Yes, I had a friend in high Those, school. Vaseline's probably the best for your lips, honestly. I had a friend that in high school who she lips. would carry like a little, like little baby jars of Vaseline with her in her, in her purse, yeah, and yeah, she'd yeah. use that on her lips. I just like the way it tastes. Vaseline and I judge no, not, not Vaseline. Oh, I was just, like, um, what the chapstick. fuck? <laughs> Vaseline kind of tastes weird. But... What what kind of chapstick do you use? Birds and bees. Nice, 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 nice. Expensive. That's the only kind I've ever really liked uh, using. Um, but yeah, it does taste pretty good, and it is expensive. But Burt's Bees makes. I'll good tell you shit. what, though, there's a store in Utah called it's called MPS Store, and it looks like really fucking ghetto. I think what it is, it's one of those stores where they buy all their products from, like, truck trailer trucks that fell over. Like, so a lot of it shit's damaged, but a lot of it shit's not damaged. But like, I went in there one day. I go there probably like once a month. Mm-hmm. And birds and bees, like one stick of it's like two bucks or some crazy shit. But I went in there and they have it for fucking fifty cents. So I, I bought, bought all literally of it. like <laughs> I bought like fucking thirty of them. <laughs> so I essentially have they thought you were enough chastic to fucking outlive me, honestly. 
I literally have probably around 30 things of burnt bees, and I, I don't know. And it, one thing, I've only lost like two things of chapstick my whole life. Are you serious? Because I was drunk as shit and freaking I don't know what happened. So hold on, have you used chapstick until you get to the bottom of the tube? Fuck yeah. What the fuck? You probably like last, unicorn. I'd say one chapstick lasts me a whole month. That's a, that's Honestly. a very brief time to have chapstick, fuck. I put chapstick on like every 20 minutes, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you be I'm careful always... where you're applying that shit unless it's in the light signal. Um, no, I, I started using Burt's Bees lip balm um, when I worked at CVS like years and years and years ago because they had it there and I was like, I want to try this shit. And it was, it was pretty solid. Here, though, it's it's close to like 3 or $4 a fucking tube. It's obscene. Oh, yeah, that shit's expensive. It's like, he's my employee. If I want to be a thief, that's the shit I'm still That shit's expensive. Just they actually, I don't know if they still have it up on Netflix. They used to have a documentary about Burt. Um, and how he started the company and everything, it, it ended up being, like, commercialized, and he didn't like it, but, uh, it, you know, yeah, they make good shit, you should try it out, um, I forget what the fuck we're talking, oh, the Easy Monaco, okay, fuck that, yeah, fuck that knife, um, also, if, if any of you want to email us and tell us how you carry shit, like your pocket layout, I would actually love to know that, um, I want to know if we have any other back pocket boomers in here with your fucking seven pound wallets, um, so Todd Rexford did some work on a watch. Weird bougie crossover. He did some um zirconium bridges. Um if you know anything about mechanical watch, you know what a bridge is. If not, don't worry about it. Um but he did it for a watch movement for this guy, um Aaron Bexay. I don't know. Anyway, it's being exhibited at uh Geneva for the like this fucking watch show thing, which is really cool. Um, I have a picture of the watch here. I will send you real quick, Vex, so you can kind of see what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, but you can see, it looks like the the dial is also made of zirconium. So I, I think the, the bridges on it were just a, a cool little touch on the back. This shit looks expensive as fuck, though. I'm, I'm sure this is oh, yeah. just an obscenely fucking, like, fucking $50,000 watch or some dumb shit. I don't know anything about watches, but I just know I can't afford the ones I want. So <laughs> that's yeah, that's probably the best thing to know. <laughs> Honestly, I found this. I found this one fucking watch. Um, I think the the company is like Rissé or something like that. Um, Resence. I found it. Um, their watches look fucking weird. Uh, let me see if I can get a picture here. Like Richard Mill weird? No, like like you're wondering how they actually like work. Um. Okay, so this does not look like it should work because obviously the there's nowhere for the hands to move. Oh shit. What it is is the entire all of the little circles that you see, every single circle is its own dial kind of like it, it, it they they all rotate separately. It's immersed in oil. What? In the fucking watch. It's absolutely insane. So is it expensive? Oh yes, yeah, so they're like $40,000. <laughs> oh shit because i wanted one i was like this is fucking cool man and then i saw the price and i was like damn never fucking never but really bad there's some badass watches out there but they get ridiculous oh yeah richard mill it's like just... you just said those some of those are like over a million like they just get fucking patek Ugh. background See, I only know about watches because I listen to rap. Music. I know because I can tell which watches <laughs> you're fucking mentioning, and all of them are. Um, so obviously, Rolex used to be the one, um, but Patek Philippe and um, Richard Mill are very, very big now in like rap. Um, like um, 
Pharrell Williams did actually a collab with Richard Mill, which was when I like heard of that. I was I don't listen to Pharrell Williams at all, but I was like, damn, how fucking how rich are you that you can do a collaboration on a million dollar watch? Yeah, I don't know. I just know if I'm into watches, I've made it in life. Because <laughs> like, like all the ones I want, I'm like wow, that's really cool. Oh, 20 grand, like what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I mean, I mean, I've I. I, I don't know much about them, but I've seen, like, you could buy, like, a good mechanical watch for, like, a few thousand dollars, like, three or four thousand dollars. I mean, then that's, realistically... If, that's still better than, like... Or that's still way more expensive than, like, the knives I have, so... Yeah, the knives that we buy are, like, in, like, Seiko watch range. You can get a really good, you know, automatic Seiko watch for four or five hundred bucks. And they're great. And they look really fucking cool. But just like with knives, you can go over the... Like, you can get fucking carbon fiber in your watches. You can get diamonds and fucking gold and shit. And they just skyrocket huh. real quick. Yeah, that's um, also God forbid to be made. Good for Rexford. I'm, I don't. I want to see how much that. I mean, his knives are expensive for the knife community, but that's not shit in the fucking watch community. No, that's that's fucking play so, money. Oh yeah, it's like it's funny because like you'll see like some people on Instagram I follow, they'll have like a pretty crazy knife collection, and it might be worth like a hundred grand, but the watch they're wearing is like a hundred fifty grand. So it's like. All things, all said, and everything, basically what I'm trying to say is, like, knives aren't that expensive compared to other hobbies. Mm-hmm. They really are not. I actually, like, there's a, a fountain pen store near me, um, and I, I know the owner, uh, so I was talking to him, like, the other week I was in there, and we, we kept talking about watches, and he's like, yeah, I used to, like, um, AP watches, like, the AP Royal Oak. Um, he's like, I, I owned a few, and I was like, what the fuck? Because right now, if you try to buy one of those, I think retail them is, like, $43,000. Um, apparently he bought them back when they were a little bit cheaper, close to like 10 or 20 grand. I'm, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking right now, 83 grand, $1 million, 60,000, 28,000, 53,000, $1.3 million. Yeah. I, I'm assuming the, the ones you're looking at that are 1.3 are probably the, if they're newer, they're like the Tiffany blue dial. Those, they're gorgeous. I love them, but fuck. I, the Royal Oak is probably one of the few like really like classic high-end watches that I actually like the look of, I would never pay fucking 80 grand for a watch, so you're off your fucking rocker if you think I do that shit. Yeah, I would even... I mean, first off, I'll never have 80 grand to just, like, spend on something Fuck stupid. No. But... Wait till my mixtape drops. But I do respect people that do buy us. I mean, that's good for you. I mean, good for you, man. Yeah, you live in a very different world than me, but yeah, you do you. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're, like, fucking eating ramen noodles and living in a cardboard box, I don't know how the fuck you afford that on a normal Yeah, see, like, in knives, way. like, you could buy, like, a high-end knife you could buy a custom knife let's be honest like most custom custom knives are in like the thousand dollar range like a lot of custom Shit, knife a thousand dollars custom knife then you get a fucking good custom knife you, you can get some but fancy obviously you're shit. comparing like some crazy mechanical watch that's insane to like a fucking knife yeah like a like a, a nice custom knife probably take you a day or two to make right some of these fucking watches are like months like, there's so many fucking moving parts, and, and the, the materials they use are so obscene. But, yeah, it's... I don't know why the fuck Rexford's stepping into this. I don't know if they're fucking friends, and he just offered Rexford an obscene amount of money to do this. But, like, a custom one-off watch making parts for that? That shit had to be stressful, because that's... Those tolerances gotta be tight. That's a fucking small space. Yeah. That's fucking small. I mean, is this the first time a maker's collaborated with a knife or a watch? Um, this is the first time that I've seen it. I yeah, it might have. I don't know before, for sure, but, but that would be my assumption. Yeah, so that's cool for him. Good for Rexford. 
Oh shit, looks like he did the um the dial as well and hammered zirconium and then they milled it out. That's that's insane. That's fucking cool. Yeah, and I the, I'm I'm assuming they they paid him a lot of money. They they had to have paid him a lot of fucking money to do this. Yeah. Fucking this is the first time I've seen zirconium to watch too. Um last little bit of news here. The you, you go and take this one with the sea otter. How'd you on the other two? What? You, you you cover the sea otter topic if you want to, since I've done the other two. Do you want to do it? Um, or do you want me to do it? Yeah, the sea otter, um... Someone dropped the ball. That's all I gotta say. So, Monterey Bay Nye They make the sea otter, which is basically a Sabenza clone, if we're being real here. <laughs> Even Isn't everything? Yes, everything with the studs is a Sabenza clone. <laughs> Just kidding. But anyways... So they have posted this on Instagram. It's a new update. It says, not great news, but we are moving forward now that we are set up. Lead time shouldn't be as long, but damn, what a loss of productive productivity and a good still. So basically what happened is um, whoever um, grinds their blades completely fucked up the blades. We don't know how many, but apparently a whole batch of them. Yeah, like, I don't know how why or how that happened i mean i i didn't know that, that this many people like the cr but that's like a really popular knife like crazy popular actually and then i just look at it and I'm like that shit is like sabenza fucking light that's all it i mean is. I, i've handled one and i've obviously handled sabenza as well they're 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 different for sure um i like the design of the sea otter i just wish it were bigger it's shit's really tiny yeah so that sucks for Monterey Bay Knives. I mean, the way I read it, it's like, did they fuck up the grind? <laughs> I mean, it says they uh, got a package from UPS from the bevel grinders, and a good portion of them were uh, damaged yep. or lost. So I'm guessing it's the company that whoever. Yeah. I, I don't know if they've disclosed those before that they outsourced this shit. Yeah, they disclosed that. A, a lot of American companies do, but. Shout out Dawes. Um, when you're when you're doing and this was all Magna Cut steel as well, so yeah, what, Magna Cut. I think it's pretty pricey. Yeah, it's pretty difficult to get to still, as far as I know. Um, I, I just yeah, it sucks big time. And it's like me and Jake were talking about this before we recorded, but it's like, why did they send that shit out? <laughs> Like, did they think they weren't going to notice, or they're just going to be like, yep, ship them out, fuck it. One of the comments actually said, um, mentioned something about UPS being the issue, and Monterey by, by now has commented back. So I'm wondering if the damage or loss, like, I'm wondering if there was an issue with the package. Um, like, if it got torn open or something. Yeah, it's like... It, regardless, though, I, I hate to go back to the bevel grinder being the issue, but package that shit up, like, good. There should be yeah, no that's something I've noticed a lot in this knife community, like, just buying a lot of knives from people. It's just, like, some people just, like, they put one piece of tape on the box, and that they just ship that shit out. It's like, bro, like... I mean, it, a... if I'm shipping something out, even if it's cheaper, usually I'll, I'll do this, you know, self-adhering fucking flat rate small box thing, and I'll tape the front twice, I'll tape the sides once each, just to cover all the yeah. holes... Yeah, and then I'll you know send it off. Now if it's really fucking expensive, um, I'll loop the tape around the entire box several times. Just like it's like a fucking thousand dollars or something. 
Um, I loop the tape every time. When I when I sold the uh, the JG Ranger XL or whatever the hell it was, that fucking box I I taped the shit out of it. I took out fucking insurance on it. Like I was not fucking taking a loss on that. That was that yeah. was way too expensive to fuck around with. But even if you're, I mean, and realistically, you know, blade wise, they probably had a few thousand dollars worth of knife blades in there, and they just fucking fucked them up like that. I don't I don't get it. It's crazy to think that there's enough damage to the box that it fucked up just literal metal. <laughs> like, what the hell did they do with that box? Did they just run it over like 50 times? I or saw a video um, with someone making a little skit about, like, being a, you know, mail delivery person. And they take the package and they, like, throw it and they kick it down the street all the way to the house. Like, they had to, like, fucking, you know what I mean? You had to beat this shit out of that box to, to really yeah. ruin steel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, literal metal. <laughs> like, that's already heat treated no i don't know no i don't know who knows if this heat treated or not but yeah that shit's um that sucks that's, that's gonna be a yeah. big bummer for him but hopefully they got their money back a little bit because that's a big fucking loss to take like you said magnet cuts time, fucking expensive if you're waiting for a cr you can just buy a freaking um sabenza small sabenza <laughs> small sabenza in magna cut in fourth quarter of this year so i wish timmy wasn't just a little bitch yeah, Timmy. I have no respect should, for that man. He should not say certain things. What the fuck? I uh, just found Monterey Bay Knives has its own Reddit, like subreddit. <laughs> really? Yes. There's only three posts. Oh. Four. You should, you should post. You should post right now. Where's my sea otter? <laughs> Somebody <laughs> actually. Um. So there, there are four <laughs> posts. One is for the, um, the Monterey Bay Knives Slayback, which is the coolest design. Another one is just a picture of a slayback. Then someone confirming an order. That's the, all in the last six months. And then 19 hours ago, someone's just like, who here has a sea otter? No comments. No upvotes. Just quiet. Jesus. That's pretty depressing. It is. Yeah, I think that's uh, I think it's about it as far as news. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk <laughs> about? or? Yeah, I mean, I guess the only thing I could talk about is... Um... I think the communities, there's not much updates because they're probably just saving them all for Blade. They'll probably announce a whole bunch of shit before Blade. So, I mean, I'm going to Blade Atlanta in June, and I'm also going to Blade um, West because it's in Utah and Salt Lake, and I live in Utah, so that's going to be convenient. But I'm not, I'm not really expecting anything. Like, I'm not going there because nothing's really been said so far. Yeah, so I don't I, think I'm going to buy anything. Unless I see something out there that's just fucking nuts, I don't think I'm going to be purchasing anything. Yeah, because I'm going to bring money for sure, but it's like, as, as as it stands right now, in March 27th, I have no plans. Like, oh yeah, dude, I'm going to fucking... Like, obviously it's kind of a little too early to be like, oh yeah, I'll freaking, we're going to announce these knives for Blade, even though it's like th- three months out. Yeah, I don't. I don't think any, especially the bigger companies, just CRKT, Kershaw, Benchmade, Spyderco, ZT. Not that ZT is going to do anything new, but none of them are going to announce shit over the next couple of months. They're definitely just saving everything they've got. Yeah. Um, and custom makers. I mean, I'm. I. I am I? What I do want to do? I, I'd like to at least buy one, custom knife and one production knife. That's what I do want to buy. I will probably go say hey to um, to Nick, the integral guy in our Discord, but yeah. I don't think I'm going to buy it. I mean, if, if he wants to sell me some shit, I'll buy it, but 
I don't, I don't think I'm going to buy anything there unless I just, like, it would have to be something that I've been wanting for a while, like a Loxar or something. Like, I, I would have to, and it has to be table. Oh, I'm definitely entering every damn lottery for, like, a cook or, I mean, if I have to actually afford it. So, cook, they're, like, what, two grand? Which, I mean. Yeah, I, I think, I think if, if there was something that I really wanted that was, like, sub, I'd probably cap out. I really don't like spending over $1,000. I'd probably cap, like, 1500 bucks. For keeping it, yeah. So most of that stuff, though, you mean realistically, ninety nine percent of the shit that's going to auction there is you, you could flip it immediately if you really fucking want. Oh it. yeah, that's that's a big and that's a lot a big of reason do. why people do it. Cause yeah. it's like, say if you win a win a Raymond for four grand, someone shit. will easily buy that for eight grand. <laughs> yeah, that. Like, uh, see that shit. I mean, I could do it, but that would sketch me out so much. Just having that much money just fucking sitting in it, even. Because what if you fucking... Dr- I don't know. I'm fucking stupid. But that's why I don't fuck yeah. with stuff like that. But yeah. You get so- robbed at the parking lot. <laughs> that just reminded me of last year when uh, when that person was like, Hey, I found this random fucking... What was it? A custom Marfion? I found the parking lot. Just, you know, random fucking $3,000 knife. Was Where was that at? On Reddit? It was... It was it went all over the um, Microtech Facebook group because he had actually stolen it. Oh my god, he actually stole it. Yeah, because Mar- that's, you don't remember this, because Marfion, like, sent a message, he's like, I will find you. I have a reward for anyone who knows his, his address or phone number. That guy just snitched on himself then? Like, what? It, uh, it was just Big fucking brain. stupid. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, that's, that's just stupid, but I mean, that doesn't surprise me. Oh, and Hawk. But yeah. I will definitely be stopping by Hawk's table and checking out the fucking deadlocks. And honestly, I just want to go to Blade just to... Like, I've, honestly, like, buying is just not even, like, really in my, I don't even care if I, if I come back with nothing, I just saved all that money. So, I, like, obviously as time goes closer, they're going to announce shit, like, but really, I just want to go try shit i never tried before. Me and you also have to uh, meet up and do that Brighton Blades class. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> I'll kill myself. <laughs> I just, I don't fucking know how they fucking landed that one. I'm not, not shitting on them at all. But come on, fuck. <laughs> That's mm. caribou knives, basically. But yeah, I mean, I, if I'm, a, I'm definitely gonna blade it. I mean, everything's already set in stone now. I just wanna try everything I haven't tried before. I mean, talk to some of my the makers I like, see if they um, are gonna get canceled. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and just meet the people that. Because a lot of people on the discords are going, so to meet some of those weird people, see how they are in in person. Do you know if it's busier <laughs> on Friday or? I'm assuming Saturday is the busiest day, right? Uh, I think Saturday is the biggest busiest day. I'm trying to decide if I'm gonna go Friday or Saturday. I think Friday's for like the real knife people because it's like you want to be the first to see everything and buy everything. Saturdays most people have that day off, so a lot more people want to go. I might try to go Friday then. Yeah, Friday single day pass on twenty five dollars. I'm gonna pick up that. I think I fly in Thursday night, so I'm going. I'm going all three days. Might as well. Shit, if you're coming all the way. Yeah, out, I might as well if I'm gonna fly. So, if I lived like wait three hours late, like from you, I'd probably just go one day, maybe two. But. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably. I mean, f- Atlanta hotels are fucking expensive. I, I doubt I'll stay the night. Yeah, I was surprised. I was like, am I gonna stay in a fucking Motel Six for sixty dollars a night or what? 
<laughs> but it's like it's also Atlanta. This isn't Utah where you can book a shitty hotel and not worry about your safety. Like I might just get murdered over it, there. Who knows? Atlanta, <laughs> Atlanta for the most part is pretty safe, but you do you do need to legitimately be careful where you go. <laughs> like Utah, there's not one dangerous place I would not walk in Utah. <laughs> That's because the only fucking like people there are you and Mormons. Yeah, it's funny because like there's like the people I like people that live out here like oh dude it's ghetto in like rose park or freaking glendale it's like it is more ghetto but it's not like if you go there you're gonna get like mugged like it's not that bad you live near a a town named glendale yeah i I live in glendale are you living glendale that's awkward you gonna cut that out yeah (laughs) telling me my uh dox yourself dude no but glendale is like i think it there's, like, gangs there and stuff, but it's funny because my uncle, my dad's brother, he's, like, he's retiring, or he retired a couple of years ago. Nicest guy in the world. And right across the street from his house is a family dollar. And, like, eight years ago, someone robbed it and murdered the clerk. Holy shit. And, like, that was, like, the biggest thing in Utah. Like, oh, my God, the crime is going... I mean, the crime probably has gone up over the years, but it's, like... It's funny because my uncle lives in the heart of the ghetto, as people call it, and it's like, he's never had problems ever. I mean... He's like the nicest old guy ever. The Glendale here where I live is, it's like 99% old people. (laughs) Really? It's it's so fucking quiet. I love it. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's, there's probably an equal amount of deaths out there versus here, because a lot of these people are at the end of their lifespan, but I don't think most of it's crime. Yeah, this is the first time I'll be in Atlanta. It's in June, so I'm sure it's going to be pretty hot. Oh, fuck. I don't know the weather. Certain places where you walk, man, will smell terrible. Like, just... That's, funny, but that's one thing I've heard about Atlanta. It just smells like shit. It's, it's, it, like, it's way why? worse in the summer. It's like, it smells like rotting garbage. Like, it just... There's been several times I've been walking down the street legitimately and just fucking gagged. Um, especially around certain areas, like, really popular ones, like, uh, near the Atlanta Aquarium, which, if you have time... And you like fish and shit. Definitely recommend going. The place is fucking cool, but ugh, some places just fucking reek. Yeah, I mean, I've never even been that far east, so I'll be first. But yeah, I'll check something out, some stuff out. I mean, I've looked online. There's like aquarium. It's like a normal big city. There's like the same shit. Like oh, there's a aqu- there's a zoo. Holy shit! The Atlanta like Zoo is actually pretty cool too. And there's like the Coca Cola factory or I've whatever. I've never museum. fucking been there. There's also um. I don't know if you watch any Adult Swim shows or not, but they have, like, the Adult Swim, like, where they actually do the shows and shit down there. Oh, really? Yeah. The Cartoon Network oh. building and all that. Yeah, I mean... It's fucking I don't weird. know if I have time to be checking that shit out. I mean, because, you're gonna be... You're I mean, be it, depend, it depends on the, how the show goes, honestly. Yeah, like, if I go Friday... I'm going Friday, obviously. If Friday, I feel like I haven't explored as much as I want to explore as far as like the makers and stuff and obviously Saturday might be a full day but it's like if I'm done by Saturday like I'm just like okay I ran out of money and I don't care about knives anymore and I'll probably go somewhere go go to the the what's it called the magic the strip club where all the rappers go is go that there. is that really a thing <laughs> yeah it's real it's like it's like a big part of Atlanta I, I don't know I I was down in Atlanta for a concert once and um T Pain or T was it Ti? I don't know. Shit, I don't listen to Ti or T Pain. I apologize, Ti or T Pain fans. One of those motherfuckers pulled up and started talking to us. That was fucking surreal. I was surprised he drove his own car. Um, <laughs> yeah, Magic City. What the fuck? America's most important club, GQ magazine. <laughs> That's the real deal, buddy. 
What the fuck? Menus? Like, kitchen? They got fucking I food. I can't afford to go in there. It's like, if you're going there with no money, it says, you might as well just... A little burger is $20. <laughs> a grilled chicken salad is 20 bucks too. What the fuck? Dude, if you're eating at a strip club, you already got problems, but... Shit. They're going to charge you like crazy, obviously. You, you can go to the strip club and get some salmon. <laughs> what are catfish nuggets? What the fuck is this place, man? Oh, son of a bitch. What? If you want a bottle of Malibu rum there, it's 150 bucks. Oh, yeah, bottle service is ridiculous. It's Malibu. You can go to Walmart and get it for 10 Oh, yeah, you can buy stuff at Walmart, huh? Can't even do that in Utah. You can't buy alcohol at Walmart? No, it's only um state-owned or state-ran liquor stores. What the fuck? Yeah. Go to the Magic, spend $500, a, a, get blue a balls. A fucking bottle of Fiji water, 6 bucks. I would never go here. This shit's just way too, like, ugh. All strip clubs like that are for is just to flex how much money you have. That's all it is. Well, I don't have any money, like, so I'm definitely not fucking that's what going. I'm, saying. I'm just going to go and see how long I go before I get kicked out. <laughs> and beat up. They're, they're, you're going to show up and they're going to be like the no bitches meme, and you're going to kicked out because <laughs> you didn't bring a girl with you. No money? <laughs> you going to that Jesus. fucking knife show, you little freak? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, but $1,000 knife you robbed me. It, man, if you're going to Magic City, you got to bring the silver jacket. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking got to. They'll choke me with it. What the me. fuck? Order pickup. You can make a delivery. You can fucking go do curbside at Magic City. <laughs> Who the that fuck must be there? Oh, I'm on the Instagram right now. That food kind of looks clean, actually. Fuck. <laughs> Fucking Surf and turf at the damn. Dude, their kitchen's open till two thirty a.m. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, this is um. Yeah, I've never I've been to strip clubs, but I've never been to like a a legit one. I've never been like to a, a strip club. They don't really <laughs> appeal to me all that much. Um, we are <laughs> we're going to Vegas though in October. Um, oh, really? yeah, for a concert. And just out of sheer curiosity, I was like, I wonder if there are any brothels near there. There's one called the the chicken farm or some shit like that, dude. It's fuck. It's nine hundred dollars to have sex with a prostitute. The real deal. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not trying to to be rude or objectify women at all. I'm, I'm really not. But you could probably get laid for significantly less than that. Go to Tinder. Yes, exactly. The what it cost you like? I'll take you out thirty to bucks for dinner. Yeah, thirty bucks for dinner. I will say though. $60 for a day after pill. I, it, may, <laughs> it makes me wonder, like, like quality-wise, like, if it's worth it. Like a professional. Like <laughs> You dope, You so. know what I mean? Like, you've been eating at Taco Bell, but this is, like, authentic Mexican cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't really want to know what the real deal is. Oh, fuck. If I ever get to that point where I'm like, I know these things, then I, I then just put. Me I just down. I don't see how people have this much money. I know Vegas is like you know spendy, but fuck, nine hundred dollars shit. Yeah, if you can't get laid in Vegas, you need to fucking just quit. Go home. God, I'm just, I went to Vegas what a couple years ago with my ex and her family. We went to Cirque du Soleil. Oh fuck! I know that was expensive. I forgot how much it cost. He, her dad. Bought all of his tickets because he has money. It must be nice. I don't know how much it costs. Let's see. My wife is looking at a buffet out there. They want fucking $75 per person. Um, 
Oh, we got good seats. Oh, the tickets weren't that. Well, I mean, let's see. We had we had pretty damn good seats. So I guess the tickets are around one hundred thirty dollars. Son of a bitch! What is it like an hour or two? We watched the Michael Jackson one. It was like, I want to say a little over the hour. Fucking five hundred dollars for an hour. Fuck no. So it was how many tickets? So one. He bought like six, seven tickets. Oh shit! So he spent quite a bit of money, <laughs> but it was fun. I mean, thank God I went. I mean, I gave him money afterwards because I can't just fucking have people pay. Did for you me. go to PVK Vegas while you're out there? No. Hmm. But yeah, Vegas is um. There's a lot of shit to see out there. Yeah, we don't gamble at all, but I'm I found a I found a ton of shit. Uh my wife eats like a motherfucker. I don't know how the fuck she stays so small, but she's been doing nothing but looking at food. And that some <laughs> of that shit's just obscene out there. It's fucking ridiculous. Dude, the casino food hits. The that's what I've heard. Casino, like I said, one of the buffets the she was fire. on there was like fucking seventy dollars and people are like, It's the best fucking buffet ever though. I'm like, I Dude, it really is amazing. Like it sounds like weird to say, but that shit is fire. Seventy dollars I don't even know if I can eat seventy dollars worth of food. If I mean if I'm going to a buffet, I'm getting the damn seafood, the real expensive shit. I don't eat seafood. <laughs> huh? I don't eat seafood. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, you're you're weird. Fuck you live uh, in the middle of the fucking desert and you're like oh you're fucking Dude, weird seafood's you a delicacy that's a freaking if you're in seafood in utah you have money that shit's expensive out here it's not that bad out here i lived on the outer banks of north carolina for a while and so there was seafood fucking everywhere it's just it was it was so common it was disgusting yeah it's like out here is just like yeah lobster tail is like 30 dollars. like jesus christ fuck that yeah so i'm excited for um the shows salt lake i'd be surprised I mean, I won't be that surprised, but it's obviously not going to be as big as the Atlanta show, but... I'm just surprised they're doing it in Utah at all. If y'all see us in um, in Atlanta, feel free to fuck off. <laughs> I don't know if you guys even know what we look like, but <laughs> if you hear someone that sounds like me, just go up to me and ask me, or ask that person. If, if you see a fucking like, shining silver jacket, <laughs> it's Vex. Yeah, that'd be funny. I mean, I don't know if we have any emails. If you guys are gonna go, if any of the fans watching or listening, if you're gonna go to um, any of the blade shows or any knife show in general, email us. Maybe we can meet up and I don't know, go to the Magic Strip Club after. Only if you're buying. Yeah, if you buy me lap dance for six hundred dollars. If you buy me some we'll Ace of next... Spades Rose Champagne for a thousand dollars a bottle, <laughs> I'll go with you. I don't even want to fucking like champagne. Ace of Spades. What's it called, man? That shit's expensive. Fucking thousand dollars. Jesus Christ. I think Jay Z. That's Jay Z shit. Thousand dollars for a fucking yeah. That's his. That's his drink. No no fucking wonder it's a thousand dollars. That man has made significantly more money off of everything except his music. (laughs) Yeah, you make more money. Music's just like the gateway to making money. Didn't he own fucking vitamin water or some shit? I don't know. I, mean, I think Fifty Cent did. That might have been what it is. I really Jay Z owned Title. <clears throat> yes, he he, he owned Title. Um, he sold Title. Yeah, he sold it for like a billion dollars. Bitch. Yeah, I, I mean, can't keep up with these motherfuckers. They got too much money. I I can't do it. You imagine going to like a like say go for Blade for instance, and you just have like fifty thousand dollars cash. <laughs> Like, I just, uh, I'm gonna have to buy a backpack, I think, because I see videos of like people going to shows and they're wearing backpacks. Like, 
I need a backpack. I mean, I have one, but like I keep my shit in a messenger bag shit. that way I can just reach right into it. I think I might just get a freaking fanny but, pack, honestly. Dude, that'd be fucking drip. Fanny pack. Can my chapstick in there? My phone. I'm not putting my knife in the fanny pack. That's stupid. But no, man. I, I will say uh, down here, if you if you have a fanny pack on you, every everyone that sees you will assume you have a gun in it. And diabetes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I keep my keep my Glock and my insulin right here. Keep my insulin in there, <laughs> right next to my insulin. Yeah, I don't know. As time as it gets closer to go, I'm kind of getting nervous because it's like I am always just been I've always been worried of shit not going right. Like, oh, I'm gonna miss my flight. Oh, my plane's gonna wreck. Oh, I'm gonna fucking I'm, I bought a fake ticket. I'm not even gonna be able to go. Like, I, that's how I think about everything. I. Normally, I have someone going with me to this shit, so I don't stress as much. But yeah, like flying solo, I'd be fucking paranoid too. There's nothing wrong with that. I'd be sketched the fuck out. Yeah. I fly. I flew. I've only flown nor- or by myself once, twice. Flew to flying back from Hawaii. I had a layover in Seattle. That was weird. I had to take a goddamn freaking subway in the freaking. Um, airport to get to my next freaking what the fuck um, terminal. How big yeah, is the like, fucking I, airport? I touch yeah, it's big. I touch down. First thing I do is ask like a worker, I'm like, hey, where's this terminal? And she's like, oh, just go downstairs and take the subway and get off the first stop, and you go upstairs. I'm like, what the fuck? So, and I barely made my flight too. It was crazy because I thought I had like time. I'm like, oh, I got like an hour, but like realistically, I barely made my flight, and I was like literally not messing around that was stressing me out fuck yeah it was pretty stressful and it's like holy shit like i need to fly more so this doesn't happen but here to atlanta airport's a cesspool like every other big airport uh i've only flown out of atlanta once it was a 4 a.m flight um to canada so i could go to japan it was a fucking nightmare (laughs) i've never seen an airport packed at 4 a.m but son of a bitch they out there yeah, I've flown to LAX a couple times, and that was pretty shitty, but it's, like, Utah Airport, our airport, they just, like, redesigned it, just rebuilt it, and it's, like, the layout is so fucking stupid. It's the stupidest airport I've ever been to, and it's just, like, you have to walk so goddamn far everywhere. It's retarded, but sounds about right for Utah, but I don't know. Hopefully it's a good time. Hopefully they don't cancel. I mean, if they had freaking... They had Blade Show during 2020, right? So, I mean, at this point... Yeah, I think 2021's the one they said. Russia out. could invade us, and they'd still have Blade Show. So it doesn't matter, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> honestly. Like, in order for Blade Show to get canceled, like... It went out with... I don't think it would ever get canceled. Or something. Yeah, like a fucking meteorite's gonna end the world. I'm like, nope, we're still having a show. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's all we have to talk about today. Yep. Not much to say. The community's pretty um quiet like right now. Y'all fucking do something. Um, make sure you guys check us out on Instagram at Behind the Edge Pod. Um, give us a follow. We don't really say much. Is that our Instagram Behind the Edge Pod? Um, I, is it BTE? I know our. I think it's BTE podcast is the actual. Let me, let me find it real quick. Um, <laughs> we don't even know our own shit. Well, 
don't, I don't direct people to things. Though, right? All I do on the Instagram, really, on the Instagram, all I do on the Instagram account. Oh, yeah, it's Behind the Edge Podcast on our Instagram. We don't really say much on that. I literally only post when we have episodes to promote that we have an episode. Also, you need to send me a picture of a knife so I can post it for our next Yeah, one. I do. So check us out on there. Um, you can ping us on Discord. If you want to join the Discord, just... Um, shoot me an email, behindtheedgepod.com. Yeah, shoot his, shoot his email, honestly, because it used <laughs> to be where if you donated any type of money towards the Patreon, but the Patreon's dead in the water. Yeah, don't... If so you're still we're just fucking doing this giving for the love money of the to Patreon, stop it. Stop it. Put it in your pocket, or... Shoot me an email, behindtheedgepod at gmail.com, and I will tell you where you can stick that money. It's in my wallet. Um, <laughs> but for real, uh, just shoot us an email if you have any questions or comments. Or like I said, if you want to give us like your layout for your carry in your pockets or whatever, fucking shoot that shit over. Feet pics, uh, butthole pics, yeah. um, request to join the Discord, whatever you want, man. Yeah, just reach out to us. We're pretty accessible. Probably too accessible, honestly. Yeah, we need to, we need to go outside more, but that's another conversation. But yeah, thanks for everyone listening. Um, thanks for everything, even though we haven't been as active. But yeah, that's a good place to end. All right, peace out, people. Bye. Give us money, fucks. Just kidding. <laughs>